Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. This is going to be huge. Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban. What you got for me, Isaac? Man, I got a Dwight Powell brick for you. <laughs> That's what I got for you. <laughs> we are here not recording during the game because every single minute of preseason matters, but the uh, Mavericks are playing the Magic tonight, and we got a lot of starter minutes tonight. Yeah, I mean, we're it's at it's during the game in the fourth quarter, and Dennis Smith is uh, playing in the fourth. So he's bringing the ball up right now. So we we probably will be a little more distracted than we were last game because we're not just getting you know the end of the bench training camp guys. We're not getting Malik Waynes right now. So we I don't know if we're gonna get Malik Waynes the whole game. Uh, maybe at the very end. I don't know, but I think the real talk is Orlando is only down by six. They led different points in the game. And Orlando is without Bismack Biombo, Evan Fournier, Aaron Gordon, Terrence Ross, and Alfred Payton tonight. So, Which, in some people's minds, could be their starting lineup. <laughs> Very Vuce- well. Vucevic will probably start more than, than Biombo, but uh, I think Bismack, Bismack is probably, uh, in some people's minds, a starter. Yeah, I mean, they're missing Aaron Gordon, Fournier, and Payton. So, like, you can – Maybe argue that's the three best players. Um, but like I said before we hit record, I'm completely wrong on Jonathan Simmons. I've been super impressed by him tonight. I thought he was more of a system player. You know, it was a bargain signing for Orlando, but it was just one of those signings where I'm like, mm, okay, who cares? Because I just, like, okay, he's just an okay player. But they, like, ISOed him out some tonight. Like, yeah. I was super impressed by him. And so, yeah, I was wrong on Jonathan Simmons. Wouldn't he be awesome right now for the Mavericks? He would, <laughs> Because, yes. oh, my gosh, the wing depth right now for the Mavericks is uh, is low. And we need to talk about first – we need to talk about this most Bates first solid measure back and forth that's happening right now. I'm ready. We might see him, <laughs> we might see him fight. Most Bates just hit a three in Measury's face, and uh, you know that's not going to end well. No. I will say Dorian Finney-Smith has now hit two threes, I'm pretty sure. So that is uh, that is an encouraging sign for sure. Yeah, he's uh, he's looking better. Dennis Smith Jr. getting more minutes. He's been looking better. Uh, I've seen some really good stuff from him this game. Yeah, I was uh, I, I texted our, our staff before the game, and I said, like, low-key, I think Dennis will be better tonight without Seth. Wow, interesting. Why do you uh, think that? I th- mainly because it's just a couple of preseason games so far, especially with him and Seth, I think they'll work it out, and I think they'll be fine. I'll say that. But it is there, there has been a difference of, like, when it's just Dennis, Dennis knows that he can run the show, and he yeah. can isolate, he does his thing. It's almost like sometimes they have to pick. It's like, okay, well, we got to get Seth going now, so let's get him the ball, let him do his thing. 
and Dennis is kind of just off to the side. Yeah. So I they have they have to work that out, but it's just something I don't know. It's just a personal thing that I've I think I've seen some, and that they'll figure out eventually. But that's why tonight, even though yeah, I, I predicted that Yogi would would start to keep the system rolling, but and, and so did Earl K. Sneed. Yeah. Before the game, Earl interviewed Yogi, and he was talking to him like he was going to be the starter tonight and said, you know, you're going back in the starting lineup. What do you think? So I, this kind of kind of came out of nowhere that, you know, they're going to start Dorian. Or yeah, they had a um, – on the pregame papers, you know, ever, ever, before every game there's some – they have printouts and stuff of game notes and, you know, the opponent and stats and different stuff. And on the pregame papers, I think they had Finney Smith as the listed starter, but – it's, it is what it is. They put Yogi in there. They kept the same system pretty much rolling. Yeah. Um, we did talk to Seth before the game. Seth uh, finally spoke to the media about his injury. Um, his, he, his out indefinitely injury that will keep him out forever. That. Yeah, he, you know, he pretty much said the same thing as what the press release said. You know, it's a week-to-week you know, week week thing. He's like, I'm out for you know, the next week. Uh, he did say it wasn't like a thing that happened in the game. He said it's something he started feeling kind of in training camp and then in practice the other day he banged it. He did something to his shin yeah. to where he knew something wasn't right. So, yeah, I mean, that's he said, you know, a week, a week and a half possibly. So we'll see. If I have to make a guess right now, I would say that Seth would be out of the opener. But he would really have to – Dallas is one of these teams that – there are teams across the league that takes the precautious approach. Yeah, but Dallas is you know normally takes the extreme with that. So at this point, I'd be kind of surprised if Seth does play in the opener. But we'll is, see. Is there anything stupider than the noise meter in the fourth quarter of any like game? especially when you're trying to record a podcast? Because it, <laughs> I mean that's literally what just happened. If you guys heard all that background noise, but there is oh, crap. there is not a real oh my gosh. <laughs> D- DJ Augustine just got Dorian Finney-Smith off his feet with a spin move. Anyway, the uh, the noise meter is is fake. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's th- I mean, this it is, is like me telling you WWE is unreal, but the noise meter is <laughs> fake. Everybody falls for it. They all scream and yell super loud, and it, it is meaningless basically in the end because it gets as quiet as it is now as soon as it's done. Everyone could whisper, and that meter would still go up. <laughs> yeah, it totally would. <laughs> so back to Seth's injury. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it seemed to me, and you know, I didn't hear from Seth before the game, but it seemed to me like it was just more of like an overuse situation where you know he had he had been working hard in the off season, and you know we'd seen the Instagram stories and stuff like that of him working and you know in LA and things like that, and just maybe the overuse just sort of you know that's it seemed like an injury that was worn down. It wasn't like anything was broken or anything was even like torn or strained. No. You know, it was just like you know something that was. Uh, from use, at and least. you got to think about it too, from his perspective. I mean, he's 27 years old. This is the, this is the first off season he's going into. Yeah. that he's going to be the starter. It's his biggest year in the league. Where if he has a big time year, he's going to get paid big time yeah, money this huge next year summer. So, I mean, this is really kind of a turning point in his career, kind of this year. So you can just imagine the work he put in this summer. And he talked about. It. He said, "Hey, like, I'm just you know mentally." And then he's just kind of bummed that, you know, I put in so much work this summer and now I'm going to be, you know, out for a little bit. And so, I don't know. I mean, 
it's nothing we haven't heard or seen anything to where it's going to be you know super long term or anything but i mean it could be a week it could be two weeks we'll see though yeah that the psychology of that is fascinating to me because there's not much in life that you work so hard for something and then all of a sudden it's just taken out from under you you know because uh thinking about the jj watt injury last night oh, man. where that dude i, I mean that, he was man. injured the year before and so he comes back he does all this stuff for you know for uh houston he you know leads this city basically he you know helps lead this huge movement raises like uh -oh. you know, millions Vucevic just pushed salah millions and millions of the rep is holding salah back now <laughs> but that was the and that was salah the daintiest got, technical got, i've ever seen in my life up. salah must have said something really bad anyway Salah so, did kind of sling him backwards with his arm, but nah, we'll see. It's preseason, man. Uh, that's Come on. Salah, though. Anyway, so J.J. Watt leads the, you know, the, this whole, like basically the whole city of Houston, this whole movement and everything. He comes back. He's so super hyped to get back, and he just wants to get back in football. You know, wants to just play, wants to come back to his sport. And they have this quarterback, Deshaun Watson, who's super fun. You know, they have a team that's competitive. And, you know, finally after being awful for so long, after they got the number one pick when they picked Jadavion Clowney, comes all the way back, and you're just like, then he gets injured. It's just yeah. taking the rug, just gets pulled out from under him. And I think, on on obviously a smaller level, you know, injuries like that where you you work so hard to come back and like, what does that do to you? Does that discourage you? Does that you know, like, does that encourage you more? You know, to like, does that motivate you more to try to go back out there because you're like, man, well, is this even worth it for me to just keep working at this and to keep going at it? So yeah, it's obviously on a much smaller level, but that JJ Watt things just seemed like a parallel to me with. What you were saying and how, you know, mm. Seth was feeling before the game. Yeah, it sucks. I know we don't. I know a lot of Mavs fans. Dorian Finney-Smith can shoot, man. Three, <laughs> three threes. Is that his third yeah, one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Three threes. He's back. He's back. He's back. <laughs> He's back to being the eleventh <laughs> man. <laughs> Stop. Uh, no, I like Dodo a lot. He's nowhere near Dwight Powell, so. Um, should we read? No, let's not read his stat line off. No, not read the stat line off. I did have, well, I will say this. Dwight Powell had an awesome highlight. I tweeted it out. He had a sweet drive in the paint and kicked to the corner. So make sure you check that out. <laughs> go, I'm go. not going to say if the pass <laughs> reached a player. It reached somebody. It reached a person. But I'm not going to say it has has any type of jersey on, <laughs> unless it's on Nick's jersey watch. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Go look at the GIF. It's worth it. It totally is worth it. Uh, Isaac and I up here in the press box, and we watched the play unfold, and we died. We both just died laughing. We we did the thing where you leave your chair, where you, like, <laughs> fall back. <laughs> Christiella has this really good joke where he says, um, I was watching his stand-up last night where he said, you know, a black guy's laugh is the best laugh because they don't just they don't just laugh really hard. They relocate. Where they like get out of their chair and like have to run around the room and stuff. That's what we did. We we relocated, we relocated. and ran around. Uh, it was great. Um, let's talk about Jonathan Isaac because he's a guy that we profiled. You know, this summer for the draft, we thought that the Mavericks could potentially be in there for him. Uh, thought there was a chance he would fall if the, if the Magic went with Dennis Smith Jr. And we'll get to that. We'll get to the Magic and Dennis Smith Jr. later. But Jonathan Isaac, what have you liked from him so far? I mean, seeing him in person, he's long i mean yeah. that, that's the first thing that comes up is just how long he is i mean like he's not he, i'm not saying he's greek freak but when you see him in person he he has that greek freak type of feel yeah to where he's so long you're like he's, how is this possible <laughs> yeah he's so athletic you know he just he kind of just glides like when you watch him on the court 
he doesn't look and I was talking with Earl about this before the game like he doesn't look fast he just looks like he's just like gliding because his strides are so long like he he covers so much ground Um, he's raw he's super raw we all knew that like there's nothing here's the thing like with with Jonathan Isaac there's nothing you know I'm not gonna act like I've watched all the magic preseason games either but just off feeling this game it's not like I'm watching this game I'm not watching this game (laughs) and uh, saying oh man we were totally wrong or like the scouting report was so wrong on Jonathan Isaac. No, it was pretty right. And so Isaac and I almost just got hit with a t-shirt cannon. <laughs> yeah, his t-shirt cannon just came firing up at us. Like all the way up here. That could have been Dwight Powell's pass. Oh, it's still uh, floating. It's still going. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mavs Moneyball tweeted it. You know, Jonathan Isaac is good. Dennis Smith Jr. is good. Like trying to make a joke about how, you know, to calm down everybody's, you know, up and so up and down on these rookies. But, like, I, I quote tweeted it and said, do we know that Jonathan Isaac is good? And I just said, do we know Isaac is good? And I've just been making these jokes on Twitter the whole night that that's <laughs> basically that, like, subtweeting Isaac because their names are spelled the same. And then everybody took it and were like, yes, he <laughs> is good. Like, we know he's going to be good, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, he just looks super raw to me. Everything we thought coming in, basically. Uh, I don't know that he's going to excel at anything his, his rookie year. Like, I don't even know if defensively he's going to excel. Like, you would hope that he'd be, you know, a really good, like, weak side defender or, you know. It's like, just super weird. Ball. Like, you said it before the game. You're like, but, like, they have all these different, like, people just crammed together on the roster. Like, is he going to get magic, a shot? Yeah. Like, if he was, he needs to be a four or, like, even in some crazy lineups, a five. Like, well, yeah, gonna, our, our guy Charks was, is huge on him being a five. Like right now he's well no Vucevic no Vucevic's not on the floor no so the, right now he's the, a five the scoreboard Unless, people have been messing well, up I don't the know names who's guarding Salah right now <laughs> but he's oh, oh Maxi Maxi just drove it so now we're seeing the bench guys there's about four and a half minutes left in the game we're seeing the bench guys and Maxi Maxi Kleber just drove to the lane and dunked hey, it. Hey, Dozier's in the game. I'm still Dozier over uh, Javerson right now. Are you sh- still? I am, man. I need athleticism and I need. A, a, a frame that can defend people. I don't need another six-three guard that can shoot. I don't need another John Jenkins. But, but <laughs> is he John Jenkins? What separates him from John Jenkins? Because Jenkins killed it in the preseason. Yeah, defensively probably. That would be the one thing. That I, I and see. I don't want to be. I'm not. A, I'm not a Clavell hater. I'm not. I. I, I think no. he's fine. He's not Dwight Powell to me. Like, I like. I like John, but. I just we're, like Dozier better. We're kind of all over the place with this pod, but that's what happens when we do a, a live in-game pod. I think it's fun. <laughs> hey, tweet at us if you like these type of pods. Yeah. Because we, if you didn't get these pods, you might not get one the next day. Because <laughs> 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 I'm not staying up till 2 o'clock in the morning <laughs> talking about Malik Waynes. Oh, man. Especially during the preseason. Preseason. So let's talk about Dennis Smith Jr.'s quote before the game that he thought for sure that the Magic were going to draft him. What did, what did he say before the game? Yeah, so I shoot around this morning. Uh, we talked to Dennis, and uh, it's actually a, ma- a Magic reporter. I guess he's doing a story on that, which would be kind of a cool story. But he asked him, he said, hey, you know, you came in, you came to Orlando for two, you know, two pre-draft visits. You know, Magic had you in, worked you out. How confident were you that – that you're going to be drafted by Orlando at six. You know, if you remember, Dallas had the ninth pick. Orlando had the sixth pick. And he said, man, I was almost for certain. He yeah. said, I was for, almost for certain that I was going uh, at number six to Orlando. 
And he said, you know, obviously it didn't happen that way. And he said, I'm thankful. So, yeah, I mean, it's that's where we. I think both of us had it had him penciled in to go six to Orlando. Yeah, uh, we thought Orlando would go with that and kind of. Because make, in our our profile, we liked him so much. We were like, this guy has to go. I mean, he has yeah. to go. All the stuff that people are knocking him on, he either doesn't do, or, you know, they're they're either just it's not going to translate to the to the NBA because of the, his you know position and like where he is you know like his yeah. situation so it was just kind of you know it was kind of seeing uh, Dennis candid about that and was like hey you know the fact that he thought for sure you know he was going to uh, to Orlando and uh, maybe it's a future question we could ask him about New York also if he felt like he was going to go to New York you know with that uh, with the eighth pick now, either I'm sure he'll get asked that when Knicks come to town also oh, so man. uh but no, that was just an interesting nugget. I'll, I'll have a piece coming out on it on Tuesday uh, about it. So there's about a the, little kid with the Jerry Stackhouse jersey. Shout out to you. Uh oh, Jerry. Yeah, oh, she that, can't dance at all. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing the dance cam on the on the video board. So Dennis Smith Jr. on the Magic though, wouldn't that look so much better? I mean, gosh, wouldn't this franchise just be so? Don't talk about that, Nick. We I, like Dennis, but. This Magic roster is so fascinating to me. Like, wouldn't – I don't know. <laughs> it would just be so much better. Anyway, so other things we want to hit. J.J. Barea is the best guard on the Mavericks roster. True or false? Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. All right, just this statement. Right now, if you're going to say, I need Dallas to win one ballgame, JJ Barea would be the point. Or seven. Or could be would be the best point. Or fifty right or eighty two. To win one game. Now obviously moving forward, Dennis is our guy. We want you know, all this stuff. But I'm just saying as the the chemistry that JJ has, and it makes sense because JJ's been here the longest. Yeah. He's been in the system the longest. He came in, you know, Carlos said, you know, when he whenever he missed that first day of a training camp for the Puerto Rico stuff, he said, Hey, we're fine with it because JJ's in excellent shape. And you can see it. JJ's balling out there right yeah, now. Like, he is. He's playing so well. And um, so yeah, I mean, seeing him in that second unit, our second unit's fun, man. Like having both both the rim runners, I think the final roster spots are still will still be something fun to monitor. Yeah. You know, over these you know, over this next week. You know, does Dallas, you know, does Dallas cut a couple players over the next few days? Do they take the full 20, you know, up until the last day or so? Um, we'll see. We'll see how many people they cut. We'll see if, you know, somebody like Clavel or Dozier gets one of those, that last two-way spot. We'll see how the Salah and Jeff you know, Withy thing plays out. We haven't even seen Withy tonight. So, I will say this, this morning's shoot-around, Jeff Withy, Clavel, Finney Smith and Devin Harris were, were all doing the three-point drills together. Dang! So Jeff Withy was doing an group right there. Jeff Withy was doing the three-point drills with you know those the wing outside shooters. So we'll see. Have we seen Brandon Ashley this whole preseason? No, we haven't seen him. Uh, yeah, no, we no. saw we saw him in the preseason. Yeah, just a little bit. I thought you were gonna say this game. <laughs> no. uh, 
No, we haven't seen him in this game. We've seen him in the preseason. But, yeah, he seems to be on kind of his way out. There's just so many bigs. I mean, the, the one time they did play him, they played him at three. Yeah. Um, Super weird. But with J going back to J.J., He's the best. He's the best guard on the roster. It, just the things that he does, the way he gets in the lane. I mean, I t when I was talking to Yogi in the locker room, he was like, "Man, I got to get JJ to tell me how he gets in the lane. Like, you know, how does he do that?" And his, you know, he's got really good ball handling. He knows, you know, he sees the space really well. He's so crafty. He had that play against oh Jonathan Isaac gosh. tonight. That got, a, that got me off my feet. You know, he he drove the lane, kind of pump fake, kind of just went up underneath Isaac, and it was just this rook. HB had a had a, like a little silent dunk on Isaac's head, so <laughs> that was kind of kind of a little nasty move, kind of low key. And we got we finally got a Dennis Smith Jr. dunk. Tonight. Let's talk about the Dennis Smith Jr. dunk because it did happen. I'm just gonna say if Jonathan Isaac or Jonathan Simmons did that same dunk, we would have been like, oh cool. Yeah, we've been like, would fine. not been on any highlight reels. But because it was Dennis Jr., everybody's freaking out about it. I said it was an underwhelming dunk for him. And rightfully so. We're not trying to be the Debbie Downers. Like, no. It was a fun dunk. I was happy. It was almost like a relief of uh, a breath of fresh air. He finally air. Like, did it. Yeah, like everybody had this weight on their shoulders. Like, we finally got it. And like, like when Dak Prescott finally got his first touchdown pass, it was like took him like three or four games or something like that and they're like okay he finally got his throwing pass you know he had ran he had ran for a couple touchdowns but he hadn't thrown one in yet so it's like when Aaron Rodgers finally scored in that minute 13 seconds and all right beat and now we're all gonna kneel okay <laughs> so any other thoughts from this game we're about to go down to the locker room we're about to talk uh, you know Carlisle and players and stuff so we <laughs> get in the video board just totally bombed this video that was great no, no other thoughts I mean it was an entertaining game you know yeah whatever you want to say you know I know some people are reading between the lines on Twitter saying hey like Dallas played their starters most of the game and Orlando was missing like five of the best <laughs> players and you know they hung with them pretty much the whole game I mean Orlando's gonna be really really bad yeah they're gonna have another top five pick this year so yep yeah. But, no, it was a fun game. We got the starters for most of the game, so it was fun. It was fun seeing Dennis. I, don't, I forgot what Dennis ended up with. I think 16, 18, something yeah, like six, that. Yeah, 16-something points. Uh, about four or five rebounds and six assists. That's a pretty good stat line for him. Yeah. I'll take that any day of the week. So, game was pretty exciting. going to be good. So, we'll hit you with another podcast tomorrow talking about all the stuff from the locker room, uh, everything that we hear from there. And uh, we'll catch you guys more with more Locked On throughout the rest of the week, guys. Peace out. Boom. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.